Welcome back to Popcorn for Dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. It is week three of live action Disney remakes month. We swear to God. Yeah. We swear. Because uh, once again, despite <laughs> starting the month with the obvious like uh, uh, setting of the ship of like, well, yeah, there's Disney Plus. They got a ton of those fucking mm-hmm. live action remakes mm-hmm. up there. All the Aladdins and Beauty of the Beasts and mm-hmm. Mulans and all that kind mm-hmm. of junk. Mm-hmm. Easy pickings, right? Yeah. And then we're like, oh, these movies are too fucking long. <laughs> They're like way so too goddamn long. So much longer than the original. So much longer than Why? the originals. It is absolutely absurd that they are. So uh, the first two weeks, we were like, all right, well, 101 Dalmatians, hey, it's a live action Disney remake. Uh, it's just not from this current glut of them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next week, Rogers and Hammerstein, Cinderella. Mm-hmm. Not technically a remake of the old version of Cinderella, but it is a version of Cinderella. So it's pr- basically a one yeah. for one. It's a live action Cinderella. Yeah. So. so hey look at that and then you get to this week which is a movie that answers a question that i never knew existed which was which was uh what do you get when you tell nicholas cage that he can make basically whatever movie he wants as long as it includes that one scene from fantasia because that's essentially what has occurred here in this movie reading up about it basically everything was nicholas cage's idea uh, like this was a, st- he was just like, okay, well, if we, if that's what we're going to do, we're going to take this tiny little chunk from Fantasia where Mickey Mouse, you know, enchants a mop mm-hmm. to carry pails of water and then it gets out of hand. It's, uh, yeah, because it's not just a mop. <laughs> well, exactly. It turns into millions of mops and all that kind of junk. Uh, so take that sequence, mm-hmm. make it a scene in the movie, mm-hmm. and then just make up whatever the fuck you want around it mm-hmm. to make up the next like a hundred and <laughs> I don't know a hundred minutes. Yeah. If that scene takes five minutes, <laughs> then this one <laughs> takes up the other hundred of this movie. Yeah, uh, and it's absolutely ridiculous. But it was also much more fun than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also kind of based on, you know, how we just described it, sort of barely a live action remake. Like there's a there's a live action remake of a scene from Fantasia in the middle of this movie. Yeah. And then there's a bunch of other stuff that happens. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there is a lot of magic in Fantasia. Oh yeah. I'm I mean, I'm sure because I haven't actually seen it, but just know like the the image of it. Yeah. Like the famous image is just like Mickey Mouse in a fucking like star robe, right? Yes. And he's like, ah. so yes. it's like, yeah, With it's all about wizard magic. hat. Yeah, totally. Yes, so it's he, it's clearly he stole a magical those from the sorcerer to gain the magic. It was to that, make the mop. To make the mop yeah, yeah, yeah. do okay. his work. <laughs> and it got out of hand and the sorcerer came back and was pissed. What's funny too, though, is that it's also based on like an old poem and stuff like mm. about the, it has the same title as the movie that we're doing this week, which we were, uh, I swear to God, we're about to introduce. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I looked into it and I was like, oh, okay, that must be where Nick Cage got all this like extra crazy nonsense. Cause looking into the actual thing from Fantasia, it's literally just a character whose name is Disney reversed that's the name of the the sorcerer, and he leaves Mickey Mouse alone, and he fucks shit up, and then he comes back, and he's like, "Oh, I'll fix it in a heartbeat," and then and the story's over. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, okay." The the old poem must have way more stuff about it. No, that's exactly the old poem. It is exactly the story from Fantasia. Just that scene. So li- like everything else is just like it's basically just Nick Cage. Like I've always wanted to make this movie, and so he just did, and Disney gave him the money to do it because he's like, yeah, I'll put the fucking mop scene in there. He totally. always wanted to play a character named Balthazar. <laughs> yeah, he was like, that's literally the only reason I'm doing this. Uh, so the movie that we're talking about 
for this week is the 2010 American action adventure fantasy film, The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh, a movie that I absolutely forgot existed. Don't like, did not remember the like ad campaign for this or anything. Once we got a little bit into the movie, I was like, ah, maybe there's something locked away deep in my brain that was way back there somewhere. But I definitely did not remember the gist of it yeah, <laughs> or like what I was really getting into here. Uh, the only thing that I knew was that I was like, yeah, there's Nick Cage and there's Jay. Baruchel, uh -huh. which is like, well, that's fun. I yeah. like him. This should be a blast. Uh, and he winds up being, I think this is the like archetypal Jay Baruchel role. Yeah. The kind of thing that I'm sure he's so tired of. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? There's like this, this is like the biggest version of that. Like they're like, oh, shucks. Oh, geez. Oh, 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 oh Becky. Oh, Balthazar. Like all this, he's just constantly got this like, oh, shucks to him. Yeah. And I'm sure he's like, I am so fucking tired of that. You could tell the very next year was goon. And so he gets to be that like foul mouthed prick or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure he just ate that up because he's like, I just, I was just on this Disney picture. <laughs> oh my God. Um, <clears throat> but the movie that Nicolas Cage wrote <laughs> around this scene from Fantasia, uh, at least according to IMDb, is Balthazar Blake, an apprentice of the legendary magician Merlin, must train his old teacher's successor, an introverted but resourceful physics prodigy in the art of sorcery to prevent the return of Morgana Le Fay. Oof. Yes, that is a mouthful. Um, <laughs> it's also funny because it like sort of assumes that people are <laughs> like well enough uh, acquainted with like Merlinian mythology yeah. that Morgana Le Fay means a fucking thing to any of them. Because it was just <laughs> because I saw on Wikipedia that she had her own blue link. I was like, oh. And I clicked on it, and it was like, oh, she's, like, actually from old Arthurian legend oh. or, or myths or whatever. Like, that's a real sort of character they brought into this. But, like, putting her name at the very end of the sentence makes it seem like, oh, not Morgana Le Fay. <laughs> like, we should know. Yeah. Like, I don't fucking know. Right. I barely know Merlin, you know? Yeah. Like, Arthurian <laughs> shit feels so old. Like, that's, like... I don't know who the fuck would have been <laughs> like what generation. Like, I don't even think great, great grandparents were like, we're really into the King Arthur legends. Like that's our stuff. Yeah. Like it feels so old. I truthfully didn't even realize, like know that there were like legends other than just like <laughs> I mean, the myths. story of like, yeah, like uh, I didn't know that it was like a myth. I thought it was just like a story. Like King Arthur and the Knights of the Round and all yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, there's like certain historical whatever to it, but there's also just like real mythology going on. Like obviously like Merlin. <laughs> like there's not a wizard. There wasn't a wizard, <laughs> you know, or like King George versus the dragon or something like that. Like what? Come on. Not a dread. No way. <laughs> you know, like it's just, it's clearly mythological or, or mythical or whatever the phrase is, mm -hmm. but it's like kind of historical, but not really. Like that's kind of, I guess why they, 
get away with it in movies like this is that it's not not like you're being asked to believe that a like fictional thing has been our real history mm-hmm. you're just supposed to like believe that like yeah there was magic in that time yeah you know it'd be like if it was like around paul revere times and there was a magician like i was honestly thinking about that revolutionary war wizards movie we talked about while mm-hmm. we were watching this and i was like oof yeah no i'm not gonna <laughs> like all the all the dorky <laughs> goddamn wizard nonsense going on i was like i can't be i can't bring yeah. myself to be a part of this <laughs> like oh he's got the grim dank or the whatever the fuck the thing is called and like all the names the for grim it <laughs> sure because like, it holds the, the grim it character holds the grim, don't you get it uh but it's just like all that ridiculous nonsense and like people having to say it with straight faces to each other <laughs> it's just like i couldn't oh uh, no i'd get like three pages in and it would just become satire and i'd just be making fun of the whole thing <laughs> be like, oh damn it this isn't capitalizing at all um, but yeah, the, the titular apprentice, um, me not <laughs> remembering a goddamn thing about this movie other than, like I said, you mentioning that Jay Baruchel was in it like, oh yeah, that's right. And mm. Nick Cage, like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the movie starts and it's in ancient fucking England and there's like fucking five straight minutes of like both narration and people doing things Mm -hmm. like we really need you to understand this because the whole rest of this movie is real heavy on like terminology and sides and like weird phrases for things that if you don't remember what they're talking about when you're like who are Morganians what does that mean (laughs) like oh god you're gonna be in for a rough ride (laughs) if you can't remember that shit so we're gonna really nail it home here (laughs) with voiceover on top of actors speaking yeah. you know it's not even like the opening of lord of the rings where it's just a lot of like and then there was this and they just show you mm-hmm. it was like and then fucking merlin had a whole bunch of apprentices right the apprentices were like yeah we're all merlin's apprentices <laughs> like everyone is talking <laughs> and being told a lot of information i'm just gonna have to hope that this does what it's supposed to do and lock into my brain because i'm not watching the movie right now i am just writing notes constantly just like morgan <laughs> the fae is a bad guy merlin he's classic he trained balthazar veronica and horvath the rising is a powerful spell veronica ate morgana and then Balthazar captured them <laughs> like oh, so many things like prime Merlinian question mark like oh god there was so many notes in that opening sequence <laughs> so funny that you off the bat heard Horvath because <laughs> oh, I god. was hearing Horbath oh. and wrote it as such for most <laughs> of my life. Yes, oh, with, with a B. Taking a sick whore bath. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I immediately, I kept, I wanted to write whore vat because that's, uh, I think he, I don't know if he plays for the Canucks anymore, but there's an NHL player, Bo Horvat. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Horvat, Horvat. Okay, yeah, I got this. <laughs> I can keep this one straight. I mean, it's funny too, because like Alfred Molina playing Horvath is like clearly like Englishing it up a little bit. Like mm-hmm. he's got a little bit of a something going on there. And Nick Cage is just like, nah, I am just Nick Cage right now. Yeah. He has some hysterical line deliveries because of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that that one line, like I'm sure you noticed it. I rewound it to watch it. I hope you did too. The moment when when uh uh or I mean we haven't even introduced the lead character yet, but Dave is <laughs> is wanting to give up and he's like Blah, blah, blah. Something, something about Horvath being all powerful is like, so unless you want him to turn you into a pig that just loves physics. Like, that was his line delivery as thousands year old Balthazar Blake is he still does it in a very modern Nick Cage style. Pig who just loves physics. (laughs) It killed me. It's so funny because it's like it's. 
doesn't seem like he's sleepwalking through it like you would with one of the like really terrible movies he'll do mm -hmm. where he's admitted that like yeah i take movies just to pay off things you know <laughs> pay stuff off that i fucking owe so i'll do a bad movie and you know he'll still try but not that much yeah but this one it was like oh no he's here he is fully on board, and I bet you if they had said yes, he would still be playing Balthazar Blake to this day in sequels. <laughs> like, he would keep it going himself. But yeah, once it all, all, all that preamble ends, and it jumps to the present day, or it jumps ahead many, many millennia, because yes. <laughs> it's not technically present day yet, nope. because we will get yet another time jump. Yep. That was the part that confused me. It's because it comes in, and we got this kid. We got Dave. Yeah. He's got his dog, Tank. It's adorable. It's 2000. Jimmy World the Middle is playing. Yes. That <laughs> honestly completely went over my head. I'm assuming it's because I was writing notes about, like, Prime Merlinian. Like, I was still <laughs> writing about that fucking opening that I must have missed when the, like, I'm assuming the title card came up with the year mm -hmm. uh, yeah i did not see that <laughs> i actually very specifically remember i was looking down and i heard the middle playing yeah and i was like i mean it's only nine years old at this point a movie from 2010 but i was like but that still feels like a dated pick and yeah. i did not realize that it was because oh because it's set then so i was sort of just imagining kind of present day mm -hmm. and i was like okay so this kid will be the sorcerer's apprentice and i don't know jay burrochelle's like his buddy or something I don't, like you know he's some guy on the street or whatever he'll eventually show up in this movie yeah so then when they do another time jump and it's like oh here's where jay burrochelle comes in he's yeah. been this kid the whole time <laughs> i should have noticed by how they made this kid look yeah. <laughs> you know, right. like, like they, it's just very clear that he's gonna grow up to be him yes but what <laughs> threw me for such a loop is that like you do that opening preamble and then you do another sort of preamble mm -hmm. and everything happens so quickly that I was like, where's this movie going to go? Like this kid <laughs> is the sorcerer's apprentice in the first three minutes. Yeah. The fucking wind blows the note. It takes him to the store. He goes inside and Balthazar's like, you're the one. Yep. I got you. All right, here we go. And it's like, oh, wow, that was awful fast. <laughs> the dragon liked you. So there you go. Yeah. So like I was just like, I, this is not going how I thought it was gonna go. Like, he's so immediately, suddenly in the wizard world. Yeah. Like, immediately. And then, of course, things must happen. Balthazar must get locked away for a decade. Mm -hmm. uh, so he's it, immediately <laughs> out of the wizarding world. Yeah, he is immediately cut off from the wizarding world and from apparently everybody else in the world because he gets embarrassed in front of his entire school and his crush and his friend who is the kid who played Rowley in fucking The Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I knew he looked I know. I, was, I, was... I saw the kid on the bus and I'm like, is that that fucking kid? And I literally like just looked on wikipedia and i was like why is that kid's name's link already purple and i like clicked it and i was like oh because it's fucking rowley that's why that's hysterical um and he gets embarrassed in front of everybody because of course like while they're doing god <laughs> while uh uh balthazar is like going to get the shit to like make him a wizard i guess or whatever he's like okay stay right here and don't touch anything mm -hmm. which is like oh god of course so yeah. he starts fucking around with stuff he gets the grim hold, it comes out, he's holding it, fucking Balthazar comes back, sees Horvath come out of the thing. These names, they're so ridiculous to keep saying over and over. It's such right. a bummer that none of them have a good shortening. Yeah. <laughs> Can't be like, good old balls. Mm -hmm. <laughs> balls and whores. We got, uh, we got Czar and Bath. Yeah. Like, or Vath. Uh, Vath, yeah. <laughs> Um, but like, you know, there's, there's a wizard battle, a lot more physical stuff in this wizard battle than I was expecting. Yeah. Like a lot more actual, like Nick Cage, just like, 
I'm like tackling him, <laughs> but I was not. I was expecting a lot more like Harry Potter, like zoo, 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 like shooting shit like the whole time. Yeah. There's that like sword fight across the room that was kind of neat, I guess. That like Horvath like kind of yeah. possesses a sword and then uses his cane mm-hmm. as a sword to fight from across the room. And I was like, oh, that was a neat little wizard trick. I don't think I saw that in Harry Potter or anything. Yeah. That does the thing. That's new. So they're fighting the 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 store Balthazar's store. I guess he just runs a store in New York City for the last millennia looking for the Prime Merlinian and he just has a store. I mean, it's by appointment only, so who knows what actually happens. (laughs) I just mean, like, there's got to be, like, forms or, like, you know, he's got to pay taxes or something. Like, someone's looking into what this business is, Um, especially because of how much they, like, make a, a point of, like, magics it's kind of magic it's kind of science it's kind of like real things it's you mm-hmm. know like that kind of yeah. junk and it's very stupid because so much of the stuff is so magical that you're like guys where's wh- the science yeah, what is the physics that explains how you turned that wolf into a puppy yeah. like what are you talking about man as adorable as it is explain that with science yeah. <laughs> like they they only do it for fire because that's the only one they could possibly think of they're like mm-hmm. uh friction uh if you're magic and you're you know you make the things go real fast you can make a fire i don't know that's fine so they start a fucking fire in the store dave's trying to like escape he's still holding the grim hold thing like a, a, a something full of water splashes all over him like of course just to make it look like he peed himself later to like really embarrass him well there was like a bunch of like jars of stuff yeah because it's some weird old ancient shop that's full of yeah. nonsense so, yeah, exactly <laughs> or some, so set, decora- some yeah. set decorator went bananas on that place Man. they were like we were getting disney money to fill this store with whatever the fuck we want that must uh, have been fun i'm sure i'll bet I you that wonder, was a blast i wonder how many easter eggs there are like specifically for like the crew like, like mm, what did they hide notice. in there yeah, for their yeah, family yeah. to find or That'd whatever um <clears throat> but so like the story's on fire and all that balthazar grabs horvath he does some sort of incantation to suck them both into this fucking <laughs> base thing or whatever no it's just whoever is there when it gets opened is that what it is well okay whatever it is mm-hmm. they do all that shit Dave runs outside and he's like, oh, my God, there's all this magic shit like this. The, uh, the entire school is there. <laughs> They've all come looking for him and they're all there in front of the store. Well, his class. Right. But still, <laughs> anybody who matters to him and everyone's laughing at him because it looks like he peed his pants and the teacher looks inside and the store's fine. Yeah. And I'm like, why is the store fine? Balthazar and Horvath got sucked into that thing and the store was on fire. Yep. Horvath and Balthazar are now inside that thing and apparently can't do anything. And the store, when they look inside, there's just, there's no flames. It's not on fire. It doesn't even look like it's been on fire. Yeah. And it's like, so it just magically fixed itself. What, to fuck Dave? <laughs> like, that's the only, like, if, if he had looked in there and they had all looked in there and it was, like, on fire, then mm-hmm. it would be like, oh, holy shit, Dave, what was going on in there? And nobody would be like, oh, fucking loser-ass kid peeing his pants. You know what I mean? They'd be like, holy shit, there was a fire. Dave, what'd you do? Like, there might be a different yeah. stigmatization of him. <laughs> but, like, either way, <laughs> it seemed like... Like, why did that happen? And also, why didn't Dave later in the movie ever confront Balthazar about that? Like, he doesn't really get into him about, like, that ruined my life. I was waiting for that. He did. When? For I don't like fucking a recall. moment. <sighs> and then Balthazar came back with, I was trapped in a jar for 10 years. Or an urn for 10 years. Right, but I'm just... <laughs> like, it was like, that was the exchange. That was, that was the extent of like, the whole thing. Yeah. It's just like, that seems like that's... I mean, he, that is Dave's whole problem. That, like, that slow, like, creep in on this poor fourth grade kid, like, 
bawling his eyes mm-hmm. out, staring at all of his classmates, laughing at him. And the teacher just like standing next to him, like, uh, I don't know, like, there's nothing <laughs> I can do about this. Like, you couldn't possibly fucking tell the other kids to shut up or something or like hide Dave or like help him or do anything. She's just like, man, you really got to take this one on the chin, kid. <laughs> like, man, you suck. You're the worst. But like, that's clearly Dave's whole problem. Yeah. And. The fact that they just kind of brush it off where it's like, well, hold on. There's this whole millennial long thing about prime millennials and shit. And it's like, yeah, but my life. Yeah. (laughs) When you did do it, like the way that they (laughs) they don't really go into it too much. But he mentions like when he re-meets up with the girl, Becky, Mm -hmm. in that first sequence, she says something about like this, like that he moved or something. Right. And he's like, yeah, different school, something, something. Yeah. So it's like, so that was such a horrifying experience mm-hmm. that he had to move schools. Yeah. You know, and I felt like she sort of sucked, <laughs> at least at the beginning. Obviously, by the end, of course, everybody comes around and they're all good friends and they all, <laughs> they, yeah. all they all do their part in the master <laughs> plan to save the day. And whatnot. But I felt like she had uh, such little empathy Mm -hmm. for the kid who was apparently bullied out of school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the fact that she was just like, oh, geez, he's still weird. It's like, okay, you know what? Fuck you. He might have like an unhealthy fixation on you because you were the crush that he had when his like world exploded. Yeah. And he had a nervous breakdown apparently in fourth grade. Like, mm-hmm. ooh, it's horrifying kind of. Yeah. Um, And she's just like, oh, still a weirdo at first when he shows up, you know, and he's like, hey, it's me. It's Dave. I mean, ah. he's, he's still kind of a he's weirdo. He's very though. awkward. Yes. And <laughs> it's like but it's uh, but it's because of that i know you know like it's, it's not like he was it's not like the movie shows you him as a kid like getting picked on for being weird yeah you know no, what i mean like was, if anything it's the opposite he does the like king kong drawing on the window and it lines up with the building and he's all stoked and then fucking becky's literally just like hey dave that's cool and that's the exchange and i was like wow that was blatant yeah to just be like she thinks dave's cool he's pretty cool yeah so like okay so like one thing of like him running off and it kind of looks like he peed his pants and he's and and the whole school turns on him so hard that he has to move schools and she's like what a weirdo like the only reason he would be weird is if that experience fucked him up yeah. at which point like you're a jerk for being like ugh <laughs> like jeez get him away from me like, oh, man, I did not dig that sort of that their interactions at first. And yeah. It's like, I mean, I didn't enjoy it from his perspective either, because <laughs> when he goes home after that meeting and he's talking to his roommate or whatever, and he makes the very specific mention and it's just so goddamned creepy when looking back <laughs> on that opening sequence of these children doing the little like, oh, will you be my friend or be my girlfriend or blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And the way that he explains it to his roommate of like, I blew my chance with this girl 10 years ago, or I blew my shot. Yeah. I was like, you guys were 10. Yeah. There was no shot to be had. You guys were going to like hold hands at lunchtime. Yeah. And then one day one of you will get jealousy of the other over something and you'll break up. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's, you were it's no. Yeah. <laughs> that is not how this was going to go. You weren't literally going to be like, oh, she said girlfriend. So I'm going to get fitted for a tux in fifth grade, right? Because <laughs> we're getting fucking married. Like, it's that's such a ridiculous way to say it. And also, like, to be thinking back on it that way and 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 have that kind of relationship to it yeah. seems really stunted. You know, for a 20-year-old guy to be like, oh, that was my shot. When I was young and hot or something, you know, like, it's so weird to look at your 10 year old self and be like, that kid should have got that girl. Like you were all 
babies. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how relationships work. <laughs> At least they shouldn't. No. <laughs> they really shouldn't. No. It was weird. So, like, mm. they were both odd. Yeah. Very odd. And it, it kind of bummed me out the most because that whole side story and how often it became a stupid obstacle in the wizarding story mm. where I was like, I am honestly more interested in watching Nick Cage teach him how to be a fucking sorcerer <laughs> than I am about any of the Jay Burchell being a like dorky love interest in a movie, despite that being a kind of movie I would like to see. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I'm a hundred percent on board with him being mm. a like romantic lead in a funny rom-com. Yeah. This movie didn't need that. At least not as much. Jeez. Yeah. Seems like she's coming over like every night in this movie. <laughs> He's mean... constantly like, hey, Balthazar, we can't practice again because she's coming <laughs> over. And it's like, Balthazar just told you about how the world is going to end. Yeah. Maybe tell her that you have to do it another night. Like, I get it. Yeah. That's the whole thing is he's like, oh, it's my shot with the girl. Yeah. <laughs> but like I mean, ugh. but at least Balthazar is nice about it. Like he he gets it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. He he is a a good like he, he calls himself his master. Yeah. But like they are more buds. Yeah. It's much more of a and I know not your reference, but much more of a like Obi-Wan and Anakin in Star Wars where it's like, yeah, he's the master, but he's not like that much older. It's not like an old man yeah. and a young boy, like, <laughs> oh, what are you doing? You, you, you get off of that stool there or whatever the fuck. It's just like, hey, I'm Nick Cage. And he's like, hey, I'm Jay Baruchel. <laughs> and they're like, this will be fun for an hour and a half. <laughs> like, let's do it. And it's it's easily fun. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Yeah, they're they're not wrong. <laughs> no. It's just, you know, maybe a little bit less of the girl who I, I had to look up on Wikipedia. I was like, oh, she we have seen a movie with her. She's the lead girl in Lights Out. I knew she looked familiar. Yeah, I could not place it. I was like, you look like somebody, like you look sort of like if somebody made a reboot of Mean Girls, then she would be Regina George or whatever. She would. Right? Totally. Yes, 100%. Absolutely. Um, but so, yes, of course, like he is the prime Merlinian for one reason or another. They never really explained it. It's just that when he goes in the shop, he puts the fucking like dragon mm -hmm. ring on and it's mm -hmm. like, blam, he loves you. Yep. Clearly you're the guy. Yep. And so it then, was a coincidence that brought him there. I thought that was so funny. I was like, mm -hmm. man, they are really getting it off quick that like it's not even a he doesn't even like find a thing that leads him to a thing that then leads him to a shop. It's literally just like the wind blows his note into the store. Mm -hmm. And then once it cuts to 10 years later, I was like, Oh, that's why that whole opening is like super compressed. So, Cause they're like, we got more movie to go. There's so much. We got to get to Alfred Molina. Um, <laughs> He is such a great charismatic bad guy that mm -hmm. you like you're you're like, oh, I don't like you, but also you're like, I kinda like him. Yeah. Like he's not that much of a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> but he's really good. <laughs> um, but so obviously with Balthazar and Horvath and all those nonsense names stuck in the vase thing for ten years, Dave's he's he's lost. He doesn't know what the fuck that means. Yeah. <clears throat> he has no one to teach him to be a wizard anymore. As far as he knows, it kind of didn't happen. Yeah. Like he has the ring, but like that store, obviously, like there's nobody in it. There's no Balthazar to ever talk to you again. So, like, you met a dude for like three minutes mm -hmm. and then he fought another dude made of roaches, <laughs> as far as you know. <laughs> and then they both disappeared and you're a crazy child. Yeah. You know, and then 10 years later, all of a sudden it starts up again. Not a terrible hook to get into a movie. I just wish he had had a little bit more of a life to get disrupted. 
You know, yeah. like he was just, you know, it's like it makes sense that he's kind of the like losery guy who doesn't have a whole lot of whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like he's got a roommate who gives him a speech about wolves. Like yeah. it was the cheesiest <laughs> little bit of screenwriting that I, I'll always notice <clears throat> is when a character says to another character, like, not with that something something again. And then the character goes into it, this like huge pre planned speech that's just like, does he do this full speech? Often, yeah, often enough for Jay Burchell to be like, "Don't do the wolf thing again," and then he does an entire thing about wolves again, and it's like, "Buddy, do you really think your friend doesn't get it?" Yeah, do you really think you have to give the whole speech again? Like, if he <laughs> says not the gray wolf thing again, don't you be like, "You got to do what the pack does." Just say the last part. Right. Because he already knows the rest. Yeah. But the audience doesn't. Yeah. So he's got to do it. But the whole, like, don't do it again is, like, so silly. Um, <laughs> but so, like, he's kind of a loser. So, like, you'd think maybe, like, the introduction of, like, hey, actually, all that wizard shit is actually sort of real. Like, you're yeah. going to be a wizard again is, like, it would be cool for him. Yeah. And instead, he kind of sees it as a burden. And he kind of wants to get rid of it immediately. And he's only slightly, <clears throat> like, convinced after he, like, defeats a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, well, maybe magic's kind of mm-hmm. cool. I don't I know. Might, I might want to learn some more. Yeah, but it's like, if he had if he had more of a life that was like, I got, I got stuff I really need to get back to. Yeah. That this just isn't enough. Then I would understand it being like, oh, well, the dragon was cool, though. So I get OK. Yeah. And like getting convinced. But in this, it seemed like he's like, well, I'm a loser. Girls don't like me. I have a lab that I'm in alone all the time. Mm-hmm. And now I'm also a wizard. It seems like he should have been like, fuck, yes, let's do wizard <laughs> shit. You know, like, I don't know. There's a vibe to him that felt a little like. You're looking this wizard horse right in the mouth, buddy, that you shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, except the cool thing that is being a wizard with Nick Cage. Come on. <laughs> so it, it eventually cuts to that fucking vase in some rando people's house. Mm-hmm. Like, it is just there. And I'm like, okay, so someone has now the vase containing Balthazar and Horvath. <clears throat> but then it just starts, like, sort of shaking around, and it falls over, and they get released, and I don't understand why. Horvath just says, like, oh, well, our 10-year sentence is over. And I was like, oh, that's what it was? 10 years to the day, yeah. But when the <laughs> when was when was that said beforehand? I was wondering, I was just sitting there like, why what what makes it open now? And it's just like, well, because it was 10 years. And it's like, well, wait, so yeah, their time's you up. just they're released. Right, but that's just that's just how that vase works. That's yeah. just what we're supposed to assume. Okay, no, was was no, it mentioned? It, yeah. Okay, I didn't remember any mentioning of it. I just remember him like knocking it open and being like, Dave, run! And then they both get sucked into it. And I was like, oh, fuck. Well, I don't remember him saying, like, it's told- going to be in 10 years, I'm going to be coming back. As <laughs> they get sucked into it. Like, no, no, no. I don't remember no. that. Uh, Dave almost knocked it over. Oh, like way beforehand, yeah. before the fight started. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Totally blanked on what it was he ran into. Yeah. I was just like, it's just an artifact. So I did not connected to that device it, yes okay so it was that one that the guy had gotcha. trapped his wife in for 10 years to the day R- okay so. gotcha gotcha now i get it okay so you know now that they're out of course they're both going to be going after dave mm-hmm. for 
opposite reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and of course, there's there's several moments in this movie of like someone magical is about to fucking magic Dave to death mm. or somebody like that or whatever. And another magical person off screen like, Blan! like, you know, throws some magic at him <laughs> and blocks it or, you know, stops knives or whatever the fuck it is. Happens a lot in the movie. Yes, it <laughs> It's does. a trick they really like to play. Yeah. So is that when the giant eagle comes? He he gets Dave on the giant metal eagle that's like built into the building. Yes, that's the sequence when he chases him with the wolves. That Balthazar turns into puppies, and then he gets on the bird, right? And they fly yes. away and all that shit. Yes, wolves came from the calendar, chased oh, chased God, him yes. up onto <laughs> the L. Yeah, uh, and then Balthazar came down with the eagle. And like used his magic power to blow, <laughs> blow to, trash to, in to the blow window. a newspaper in front of the train so that he couldn't see. Yeah, so he didn't know what was going on. Yeah, that was some of my favorite shit. Was the like people can't know about magic, so we have to constantly use our magic to like fuck with their perceptions and make sure they're not seeing what we're doing. And then at the end, they're like, also we're gonna race cars through the city. Yeah, <laughs> in ways that there's no way we could possibly make people not see when we touch the roofs of our cars and they turn into other cars. Right, <laughs> like we're not. It's it's not even like they go into like a, a parking garage and then come out with a new car. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, you're on the road. It yeah. is physically changing in front of people's eyes. Yeah. It's 2010. Someone has a dash cam. Yeah. Somebody has <laughs> captured this on video, Balthazar. What are you thinking? He probably doesn't know about dash cams yet. He was just in a jar for 10 years. He doesn't I mean, know how there technology... There were dash cams in 2000. I, but... If he's keeping up with shit, which he should be. He should, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he gets Dave, and then he's like, oh, man, I don't want to do this. I just want to be normal. I just want a normal life, blah, blah, blah. And Balthazar's like, fine. <clears throat> if you help me find the fucking Grimhold, wherever the fuck it went, mm -hmm. once we get it, then you can go, but I need your help. Like, you got to help me. You owe me, mm -hmm. <clears throat> basically, for, I don't know, I whatever mean, you expect. saving him. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Like, wolves were going to eat you yeah. <laughs> if I didn't do this. So they go, they have to find the fucking Grimhold. Balthazar uses, like, such ridiculous powers. I wrote down, I was like, oh, man, these sorcerer powers are going to be inconsistent and frustrating. Mm -hmm. I am sure. There are going to be times where you're like, why aren't they doing that thing they did before? Or other times where you're like, how can they do this now? <clears throat> or whatever it is, constantly, all the time. Whole movie <laughs> is basically just like one-upping itself. Of like, oh, they can do that now? Okay. Yeah. And, well, Horvath uses that crazy-ass power of like, so I look into the past, and I see where Dave threw it. Yeah. And then while still looking into the past, I can see who picked it up. Mm -hmm. And then I can just go find them. <laughs> Apparently. He just went and he just found them. I mean, Her. he... He tracked it somehow. Yeah, like they they have so many of these ridiculous little tools and like sorcerer doodads about how to do it. Or it's like fucking Nick Cage makes like storms. And he's mm. like, oh, the atmospheric pressure above the doll will be lower. And therefore, when we bring the whatever, it'll cause that. It looks like it's downtown. Like they literally stop explaining what it means in the middle. Just be like, looks like it's over there. Let's just go. Yeah. And it's like, wait a minute. Hold on. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what do you, what? It's if like, you, no, yeah, it just can't. This, this certain spell activates the low pressure. Which is just, it's more so like, why is there a low pressure thing? Why, why does that happen? And it's like, it just does. Cause it's a. Because it's a grim doll, yeah. <laughs> whatever it is, it's a grim grub. Uh, uh, the and then the other one too towards the end, where like, okay, I'm sure they said it before because that's the only reason why Nick Cage would say it here to be like, remember when I said it earlier? But I totally forgot it. 
but when the bad guys have it in the like cab or whatever and mm-hmm. he's like remember it moves with the ring i was like does it, it does. is that what it is and it's like yeah okay i'm sure they mentioned it whatever but just the fact that it's like also it does that there's the low atmospheric pressure it moves with the ring like it's just whatever rule we need to make up for us to be able to affect it we will <laughs> that'll be the next scene it moving with the ring was from when he was a kid Really? Okay, that I was, didn't even recall when, that. That's when, a that's a long callback. Well, because when <laughs> oh, right. when He's Nick just, told him to yeah sit there like, and don't, don't move and shit yeah don't move don't touch anything, and so immediately he starts moving and he's looking at the ring and he noticed that, that just that clicked what was, was happening in that opening sequence. Yes, the Grimhold. Yes, yeah. that is so funny too because I didn't even bring it up because I was just like I don't even whatever. That's just how it's going. So I was like, okay, why would fucking Balthazar like be like, okay, kid, you're you're all magicked up. Let me go get something real quick and leave him all alone. Mm-hmm. Especially if he knows one that the Grimhold is right there. Yeah. Like literally in the wall right across the room from the kid, barely like 20 feet away. I mean, it was probably hidden in the other room. Maybe. Because but still, it came I- and it hit the wall. Okay, it sounded like it was just behind the wall and came bursting out of it. Like he hit it back there. Like he does, well, because they show him do the other thing where he's like, whoosh, whoosh, and he just has a hole in the wall. Yeah. So I was like, all right, so he made one of those for the Grim Dank and he just put it up there or whatever. And so when a kid, when it just bursts out and flies at the kid, I was just like, what the fuck is this happening? Yeah. Why would this happen? And why isn't Baldazar like concerned that this might be happening? <laughs> you know, like he should have what been about concerned it? Yeah, about it. Like it seemed like a thing he should have been on top of. And now knowing that he knows that the ring moves it, uh-huh. it's like, yeah, Balthazar. Yeah. Like you should, it, whatever you like, if you think this kid might be the kid. Yeah. Then like put the ring on him and it's like, oh, fuck, look, he it did the thing. Then be like, thank you. Take it back. Yeah. <laughs> go get the shit you need, whatever it was. I don't even remember what he was going to go get, but go get the shit. The book. And then, yeah. And then come back and then put the ring back on the kid yeah. because you know that it is currently controlling something violently dangerous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, guy. Um, that whole sequence, though, when they show up at her place. Yeah. Is absolutely hysterical. I have no clue whose idea that was. I can only imagine it was Nick Cage's. Mm. I don't know if he understood, though, just how funny it was. Or does he? I can't get a beat on him. <laughs> you know what I I'm saying? I don't know if anyone can. Truthfully. Because, like, them showing up and it being this, like, oh, little Chinese lady. And he's like, oh, I'm actually looking for a doll, a nesting doll. And we've got a very angry-looking Chinese man on it. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I might have something like that somewhere around here. I collect like, yeah. so many things. Yeah. And then and then he throws out a little bit of Chinese at her, mm-hmm. at which point she turns and is like, oh, and I'll get it wrong. So I don't remember which was which. But she's like, oh, you speak Mandarin? Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah. and then just like, rip. <laughs> just fucking laser out, yeah. flies across the room, smashes into the door and the glass and all that shit just like shatters. <laughs> and he's like. That was Cantonese. And then the old lady like turns into Alfred Molina. And it's like, oh, he got here first. He took the Grimdank. Now he turned into the lady to trick them and he's going to kill them or whatever. It was just the fact that like a Nick Cage, especially with the like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like doing a like smiley, like, yeah, that's right. Kind of face before he just like full on berserkers this lady. (laughs) And she's so old. (laughs) 
and so small. But it's just like in that moment, like you know something is up. You know yeah. that that's not just the next thing Balthazar did. It wasn't like, and then he suddenly just snapped. And the rest of this movie is Dave trying to trying to join up with Horvath. Dave trying to convince Horvath that they have bigger problems. Yeah, He's like, dude, Balthazar's gone off his rocker. He's karate chopping everybody. <laughs> um, so, like, you're like, okay, something is up here, but just it's oh, it's bafflingly <laughs> hilarious, it really and it's is. and it's so similar to a moment in uh, the Wicker Man <laughs> that Nick Cage did, where he's dressed in this giant bear suit <laughs> and runs up at this woman who's like, oh, hello there, and he's just. <laughs> And punches her out and keeps running. And it's just one of the most bizarre little moments in the history of cinema. And you're like, does he realize how fucking fall down funny this shit is? This like the, the moments in movies. I hope so Yeah, like it's it's like it's like a it's like a self-aware version of like Steven Seagal, where like Steven Seagal is just like, I'm this guy who like we nobody believes you anymore that you can actually do this stuff or that you would like be able to karate chop someone through a wall or whatever. Yeah. You know, but like he thinks he's badass enough that it's just sad. It's not very funny, it's just sad. And this seems like a guy who's like, it would be fucking hilarious if in the middle of this movie, I fucking karate chop an old lady all the way across the room. <laughs> it's like, all right. Write a reason for that to happen, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, are you going to get to the mop scene? And he's like, oh, yeah, we're going to do the mop scene later. First, I need to karate chop an old woman. <laughs> and they fight the fucking dragon and the guy mm -hmm. that gets let out of the fucking Grim Doll thing. Some, and they kill yeah. him. And they use all that fucking confetti to, like, block the view from the public so they can't see this dragon bursting through a building and climbing up it. Yeah. That was the cheesiest version of the, like, we have to find a way to keep people from seeing this. Like, mm -hmm. it's it's so funny how ineffective it really truthfully would be. Yeah. Like, the moment earlier with the newspaper on the front of the fucking train is just like, what about when they fly away and everyone who's sitting on that train is looking out the window? Mm -hmm. They're like, is that a fucking giant metal eagle? Like... I don't know. The conductor didn't see it. We can't corroborate. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so in this case, it's like, oh, yeah, those people on the ground in the cloud of confetti didn't see a dragon. No. The people whose apartments it destroyed. Oh, definitely <laughs> saw that dragon. Probably saw that dragon. Those were the ones that were calling 911. Yeah, exactly. It's nonsense. Uh, that moment was easily one of my favorite moments in the whole movie <laughs> when they do that, like, awesome off-screen quick change, mm -hmm. and they're suddenly cops to explain to the cops that all of this was just a bunch of nonsense and they should just go home. Yeah. That was so funny. Just the mustaches, the everything, the Nick Cage being <laughs> it. I wanted so much more of that. Yeah. As soon as they did it, I was like, how is this not this entire movie? How is this not the whole fucking movie is them like going around doing shit and then Nick Cage turns them into somebody <laughs> so that they can like impersonate their way out of it. Yeah. And like, that's just the whole thing. That's all I need for the rest of this movie. It's so good. That was supposed to be the sequel. <laughs> oh, it would have been great. I did love Dave in that sequence. Uh, his line of go team magical stuff. <laughs> <laughs> or he's like, okay, now he's coming around. Now he wants to be the magician. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's a whole bunch more of Balthazar training him. That I wasn't too huge on. I didn't care too much for the training. Like, of course, it's going to happen. Yeah. But it's, it's just fine. like, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Merlin circle, blah, blah, mm -hmm, blah. Mm -hmm. Becky's coming bolts. over. Yeah, yeah, right, they exactly. They bounce around. They hit him in the crotch. Of course they do. Yes, of course. There's fucking getting hit in the balls. Uh, there's uh, <laughs> the whole... God, one joke that I absolutely could have done without. There's so much in it that was like, 
either funny or like eh, okay. And there was only one that I was like, I you need to get rid of about three or four of the references to it to make it funny again because they just did it too much. It's the old man shoes. Yeah, too many references to the old man shoes. If you did it once at the beginning <clears throat> when he's like. And you need a good pair of pointy shoes. You know, the rubber soles are blocking your aura or whatever. You got to put these shoes on. He's like, they're old man shoes. Yeah. And then, like, maybe reference it, like, one more time. And then reference it, like, one last time at the end when Balthazar's almost dead or dying or something, you know. And yeah. Dave says something nice to him, right? Isn't that the scene? Mm-hmm. Doesn't he say that when he's, like, trying to revive him? He's like, you look yeah, in he, the he, shoes or was something like that. I don't he, remember. He was, like, bitching about him. Because that was, like, the oh, whole God, joke yeah, yeah. was... I had a dream you were insulting me, Dave, <laughs> repeatedly. <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. Um, and maybe it was after, or maybe somebody after that says, like, you look pretty good, even in those old man shoes. Or so they just, they really oh, yeah. loved the old man shoes mm-hmm. line and they fucking ran it into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> they did not need that. No. Um, I did love the one sequence when uh, him and Becky are getting mugged. And the guy runs off with the stuff. And she's like, oh, my grandma's bracelet. Or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I got to go do this. It's like the whole sequence is, of course, suitably silly and suitably Jay Baruchel. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, this guy's going to try to fight this big mugger. Look at him. He's such a wiener or whatever. But like flinging the garbage can up in the air and then like setting it on fire. Like because he doesn't quite <laughs> understand how to use his powers. Like all that's like decently funny. But it's the fact that the mugger doesn't understand that Dave is the one who is doing that. Yeah. Because he turns and sees it, and then he looks at Dave and goes like, are you seeing this? (laughs) That slayed me. That was the best part of that sequence, the fact that it's not even like he's like, oh, what are you doing, you crazy kid? And he's just like, oh, holy shit, dude. Are you seeing this? (laughs) Fucking hell, man. That was the funniest shit. I love that so much. (laughs) Sorry, just looking at my notes. This is like the most ridiculous. It's like a bunch of terrible song names <laughs> tesla coil date trapped in the bathroom with wizards <laughs> threatening the girl <laughs> farting dog uh <laughs> i have very out of hand and dave quits <laughs> also at one point i read the maps must be crazy um <clears throat> there was also a moment where i was like this music sounds exactly like halo the like, dun, 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 mm-hmm. it sounded exactly yeah. like fucking Halo to me. There were parts uh, to me that sounded a lot like pirates. Oh yeah, I mean similar vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's got that that sort of like staccato, that kind of junk. Um, I thought it was funny that Horvath is like, we need to find out more about this Dave fella, and goes to the school and uses the Jedi mind trick on the guy and then fucking the partner dude points out that it's the Jedi mind trick. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you, you, you're having it both ways? Yeah. <laughs> I Which, just thought it was funny. The fact that this was made before Disney Yeah, Disney bought Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, that they're That's... just like, we're just going to make the reference, man. Come at us, Lucasfilm. Yeah. Uh, now it doesn't even matter. But would. the guy that's at the computer that oh, gives yeah, yeah, the information, yeah. that actor goes on to play Devin Pravesh of the resident. Oh, nice. I thought he seemed a little, a tiny bit familiar. And I was yeah. like, I don't know what from though. Yeah. And that must be it. My hospital show. <laughs> That's fun. Um, <clears throat> what I thought was hysterical though, is that that dude shows them that like, oh yeah, he has an unauthorized lab space. And I wrote, then why is it in the system? Yeah. It's unauthorized. <laughs> he literally mentions before that his teacher is just like, yeah, use it. It's on the sly. Yeah. It's like, who put it in the system? Right. Who made a fucking paper trail? You idiots. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> like, it's just a terrible way to go about 
about like finding it or whatever. Yeah. And then, yeah, the, the sequence where everything comes to life to clean itself because the space is such a fucking mess. I wrote, how? How is it this bad? Like they're they're playing with plasma balls. They're and, bouncing. It's like flubber. It bounces all over the place and knocks but shit it's over. Like, but there's like pizza boxes, like gross pizza boxes all over the place, and like Nick sodas Cage spilling is a everywhere. What do you want? <laughs> Fucking. The, they brought the dog, and now it's like pissing and farting everywhere. Yeah, that's it like it's Jesus just, Christ. It's turning into a man cave. It, I mean, yeah, it basically is. And so then he, of course, tries to use the magic to make the mops clean everything, and he starts flooding it, and blah, uh-huh. blah, blah. It essentially plays out how you'd think Yep. Uh, until Balthazar comes back and saves the day. That's the reference to Fantasia. <laughs> it's just that little chunk in this whole big, giant, yep. crazy-ass movie. Yep. And it's so crazy, too, because, like, we barely have even gotten to, like, the whole, like, the big ending thing where like now that we have the bad thing mm-hmm. we're gonna release all these bad people and you're gonna have to fucking fight them <laughs> and it's so crazy too because those things happen so fucking quickly yeah like all the betrayals at the end and stuff like they just whittle everything down so fast i was like oh holy shit because it's like fucking Horvath gets that magician dude to help him for a while. And he like mm-hmm. does some shit and he helps like tie up Nick Cage at one point, whatever, like all that. Yeah. And then he's just like, oh, you know, there's this parasite spell that you can suck other people's magic powers out of them. And I'm just going to fucking do that right now. And he like and takes all his magic powers. Yeah. Apparently kills him. So it's like, oh, shit, okay, so he just fucking killed his partner. That's nuts, though. Yeah. And he's like, and now we're going to open the next part of the fucking Grimdahl thing mm-hmm. and show off that we got the next one. And wasn't the next one the girl from Salem? Yeah, the witch. So fucking crazy to me because, like, I was looking at that, too, on Wikipedia. And it was like, oh, she has a she has a link? This is a real person that what? they're doing? What? And I clicked on it, and it's like, it's the opposite of what the movie shows like she was apparently one of the first people to accuse others of witchcraft <laughs> so it's like i guess like I, I was i kept reading on wikipedia that like oh yeah and in this movie they were showing that she was black like not blackmailing framing other people for being witches and she was the real witch and i was like they didn't mention that they were just like she was in salem that's fucked up right and then she's a witch and they bring her and she's a witch now yeah they, uh, it, they didn't really explain any of that backstory i didn't catch that so yeah. i thought it was fucked up that like this is a real girl you're saying that she's an evil witch that's weird i don't <laughs> think you should do that guys <laughs> but her story was hilariously short i literally yeah. kind of chuckled when she gets betrayed immediately because like she shows up at the radio station to kidnap Becky and she's just like, hello, I'm a freaky ghost girl. And she's like, ah, yeah. And then it cuts away and you're like, oh, okay. <clears throat> now she's the second in command to Horvath. So now yeah. she'll be the bad guy, like uh, other for a while. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to a couple other things and then it cuts back and she's like, so what do you want me to do now? And he's like, ah, nothing. I'm just going to suck your power too. And she's like, no, and then yeah. it's over and she's done. Yep. And I was like, uh, oh, wow. Poor oh, girl. Yeah. Like that's a bit of a bummer. <laughs> like you would hope that somehow all these betrayals would like come in handy at the end or something. But like, you know, like that he would really get his comeuppance at the end for all of that, but he doesn't. Yeah. Like he does because he has all their rings on his cane and that makes him a better conductor. So Dave can blast them or whatever. Yeah. But like, he doesn't, you know, it's not like he lets Morgana out and Morgana's like, now I'm going to betray you dumb shit mm-hmm. <laughs> and then kills him. That would have been cool. That, <clears throat> I would have yeah. dug that. So, yeah, but either way, though, Dave gets all sad at one point and he does some <laughs> sad night walking, mm-hmm. which I'm sure is perfectly safe in New York City. late night sad walking just like not looking where you're going and just drifting off and whatever but he goes to the top of that building again where he and he and balthazar had their like first thing yeah and becky follows him 
mm-hmm. and then occurs. <laughs> yes, they both are watching each other all the time. Apparently, mm-hmm. uh, they're made for each other. Um, <clears throat> but then comes one of the most frustrating things ever. Uh, being somebody who is terrified of heights Mm. and hates them so much. Mm. My specific note was a fear of heights is not just a case of not realizing how pretty it all looks from up here. Yeah. That's not what's wrong here. Yeah. (laughs) God fucking damn it. It's about like stepping up to there and getting lightheaded and getting fucking vertigo. Like it has nothing to do with like, oh, it looks so pretty. (laughs) And then you collapse to the ground. Like, God damn it, man. Like, Obviously, yes, there's l- varying levels of being afraid of heights. But yes. the idea that she's like, yeah, I'm afraid of heights. It's like, well, just come right over here, though. Yeah, come right up to the edge. Yeah, and she's like, oh. Where there's no oh. glass or railing <laughs> yeah, or really. wall or anything. It's yeah, just seriously. a, like, maybe three-inch lip. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm not afraid of heights, and that is terrifying <laughs> Yeah, that's not, that's not like, cool. Uh, like, when I look out over something from a great height, I want a wall in front of me. <laughs> yes, that would be half half wall minimum. I need at least three <laughs> feet of something in front of me. Yes, <laughs> um, <clears throat> there is that wonderful like as as much as the the car chase that ensues a little bit later is like totally ridiculous yeah. with the car changing all that kind of mm-hmm. junk. But I did enjoy the brief little bit with the the mirror world. Like yeah. just for it being a cool like other little thing that happens, just yeah. like oh okay now I oh neat. Mm-hmm. It it didn't seem to make the same sense with the car as it did with Horvath though, because when he got trapped, he walked up to his reflection and knocked on it, yeah, and asked someone to go get his partner out from the bathroom stall to help him get out from the glass or out of the mirror. And then when Balthazar and Dave do it, he's like, we just have to go right through our reflection again. And it's like what? Yeah, that's not how it worked for Horvath. He couldn't do that. He didn't go through his reflection and come back out again. Like that. What? I mean, Why does that happen? And they're just like, "Cause shut up." Anyway, sorcerers. Yeah, <laughs> different kinds of powers. Yeah, I mean, sure. Uh, but it is fun. Like, I mean, I like that they go into the mirror world and he just does that like brief little explanation of it too. He's mm-hmm. like, are we? Yes, we are in the mirror world. No, we're not going to die as long as we get out of here quick enough. Yeah. <laughs> like he's just explaining it before he even asked the questions. Yeah, <laughs> like, like that's he, what this whole thing is. He knows last exactly. Time, yeah, <laughs> last time I brought someone in here, I know all the questions. Yeah. Um, and I, obviously, of course, like there's something great about the like last second doing a thing in a mm-hmm. movie. So them like going through the we're reflection. We're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> A falling piece of mirror that they like drive through as it shatters is like okay that's baller yeah i'll give you that movie you know how to do some baller action <laughs> stuff i'll give it also right towards the end i love the fact that it's like oh god they have this whole plan they're gonna let morgana out and she's gonna be by the bull statue and they're gonna you know yeah. like do they're gonna do the rising and they're gonna make all the bad people come back and whatever and oh all this stuff is happening and then all of a sudden they fucking do the call back to the fucking roommate who we haven't seen since that first goddamn scene when he did the wolf thing. Yeah. I literally wrote down like, oh, yeah, that guy. Oh, I yeah. completely forgot he existed. And honestly, telling you right now, I could not tell you what he did. What did he do at the end? How did he even help? Like, he calls for help. Yeah. What does he do? <laughs> yeah, I know he sends Becky up to the roof to, like, fuck with the with the satellites or whatever, the, the antenna. Yeah, I and mean. And then Dave shows up to, like, blast her with Tesla coils or some shit. I'm assuming. I, I think he had his roommate meet him at the lab oh. to, like, hook up the car. To yeah. Blast. Oh, right, right. Because, it's, yeah, it's got all this shit attached to it so that he can. Yeah. Dude, okay, yeah, I guess that makes sense. It's just funny that he's literally never in another scene of the movie. They introduce him, mm-hmm. and then he is never seen again until that end moment. Yeah, until he's like, in a clip is... with a girl. 
<laughs> and then takes a call from Dave. Yeah. We don't even see him help Dave. Yeah, that's true. He's not like at the end, is he? He's uh, not like part of the crew of people who are like, wow, look at all this. Because he's like a normal guy, apparently. He's not allowed to look at it. But Becky can? I don't know. There's certain public people that can't see magic. Or like, you know, shouldn't well, see magic. But like Becky, I guess since she got kidnapped by Horvath, they're like, well, she already knows. She didn't <laughs> see it, though. Wait, was she blindfolded well, the entire time? No. When they were driving and uh, Morgana started doing her shit and the like energy was bouncing between... Oh, that's right. She's like, what are you talking about? I can't fucking see it. Yeah. Right. But she did get kidnapped by Horvath. Yes. So she must, I mean, she knows there's some bad stuff going down. Yeah. And like (laughs) she, she has a vague idea. And Dave did tell her she's a sorcerer. Yeah. So if like, there must be, she must understand that like he must be fighting other sorcerers. He's not just fighting some man. Yeah. She's, (laughs) she's not oblivious to what's going on, but she can't see in full detail exactly what's happening. Yeah. The whole ending scene, though, like Balthazar getting in the fight, and I loved uh, calling out "thank you" to the giant metal bird mm. when it like came and saved the day very briefly. Yeah, like picked the bull up, <laughs> yeah, and, and just, took, like, him, took away. him away. <laughs> that was pretty hysterical. That was um, <clears throat> the whole ending perfect. bit where it's like, oh, they released Veronica, but it's Veronica with Morgana in her, and like, uh-huh. oh god, and then. Because Nick Cage loves her and whatever, and there he does the spell, but he does it reverse, mm-hmm. and he takes Morgana's spirit from Veronica and takes it into him, and he's gonna trap himself forever, right? And he's like, "I'm gonna give it back, yeah. give you back what you gave me, and all that kind of junk." What I don't fucking recall what happens to make that not the case anymore. Like he takes he takes her into him and it's like oh fuck and then all of a sudden she's out and they have to fight her and kill her. Well, she just he couldn't. She just hold burst it. out of him. Yeah, she, okay. he couldn't hold it that long. Okay, he's just a wimp. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, I know he had the whole thing earlier where he's like, I've only seen one other wizard be able to do this. Oh, it's so fucking crazy. So like, yeah, okay, he didn't do it right. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like I couldn't remember. I was like, he got it, and then he like fell over, and then all of a sudden it was like, yeah, now never mind. Yeah. It was like, oh man. I mean, you really they, screwed that up, Belzai. They did fight for, you know, a few seconds about <laughs> whether or not they were going to put him in the grim hold. It just seems weird that he's like, I'll give you back what you gave me by taking her into me and then, you know, getting sealed away forever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but you just found the prime Merlinian who is supposed to fucking kill her. Is it after that that Dave finally, like, I did it without fucking the ring. I'm yeah. actually the magic. It's it, after that. Yeah. It, it, but Balthazar believed in him. You know what I mean? He wasn't I, like, he I wasn't like, think, oh, I guess you're not really the kid. I, I'm pretty sure he was like, no, you're the guy. I don't know if Dave was there yet or. Oh, that's right. Because he has to drive the car there. Yeah. Does he literally show up as Balthazar is dying so that he's like, no. And then he has to like resuscitate him. Or does that happen after he kills Morgana? I don't that, remember any of the fucking order of this fucking ending anymore. After he kills Morgana, he shows up. He shows up and he, and he, and he defeats Horvath. And yes. Yeah, he shoots him with the thing and it shoots the cane off his hand and he's like, and he, yes, and he gets him whatever. So, so Veron- so. <laughs> so then he gets over to Veronica and Belth. Yeah, and Nick Cage. <laughs> yes, he gets over to them as they're fighting Morgana. Right, and then he defeats her. Right. Yeah, and he's super stoked about it. Um, I mean, yes. Sorry, I would I'm be just, too. I'm, no, yeah. <clears throat> I'm just looking at the very end. I read, oh yeah, Dave fights Morgana without a ring, powers up, and shoots her to shreds. <clears throat> to shreds, you say? Yes, but 
Balthazar dies. And that's the whole sequence where he's like trying to resuscitate mm-hmm. him and he's calling him names and shit. Yeah. And he's, <laughs> I thought I had a dream. You were insulting me repeatedly, Dave. Yeah. It's a great line. <laughs> but I don't even, I didn't even write another thing after that because I was just sitting there watching it like, yep, and it's over and they're, and they love each other now and they mm-hmm. do the whole like, hey, what was in that letter when we were kids? And he's like, I don't care anymore. And he kisses her and they're girlfriend now, like girlfriend for sure. You know, mm-hmm. and that was the whole ending for there. And then it just went right to credits. And I was like, wow, 2010, you know, like that there was not even a not even a thing. And it's like there is an after credit scene. I don't know if you stayed and watched it. I did not. OK, it's basically nothing. Okay. It's literally just like showing some wizard hats like, oh, that looks like uh, Mickey Mouse's hat from Fantasia. And there's another one. And then there's a hat that looks like the hat Horvath was wearing this whole movie. And then a hand picks it up and then it's over. So you're like, it, Horvath's alive, I guess? I don't know. Right. <laughs> Who cares? Whatever. It's it's really kind of nothing. But it yeah. just, it honestly shocked me that they were just like, yep, and now we're the two leads and we're kind of in love. End of movie. I was like, oh, wow, no, like, world building? No, like, we gotta go and we gotta find the other Merlinians out there because yeah. there's an army coming, kid, and we got more training to do. Like, no sequel hook bait anything. Nope. Except for, again, some random scene with hats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it caught me off guard and it, it immediately made me think the movie was even older than it was. Like when that happened, I was like, is this from like 2007 or something? It's like, no, no, 2010. Yeah. Marvel had been out. They had made some movies. Yeah. <clears throat> the, the whole thing had kind of been set up as this like, hey, this is what you do as franchises. You got to tease. You got to always tease. Keep mm-hmm. teasing. And they were like, oh, we can only tease hats. That's all we got. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have anything else planned. We didn't know this is how things were going to go. Yeah. Nick Gage is like, that's not how I write movies. <clears throat> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't even know if he's technically credited as the writer, but he at least came up with the story, which I find so funny. Like when I saw his name as one of the producers, I was like, oh, this is Nick Cage. He's got his hands all over this. <laughs> they did not just hire him real quick yeah. to play Balthazar. He's, he's living this, it. This is a he Nick is. Cage picture. <laughs> he is Balthazar. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but I think, honestly, that's going to have to wrap it up for Popcorn for Dinner for this week. This movie was so much bigger than ones we had done recently that it was just like, oh, God, there's so much more to talk about than there had been. I know, right? That it was like I got lost a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I honestly have no clue what we're even going to finish it up with, if we're going to go back to traditional, if we're going (laughs) to do something that's even less of an adaptation, or who cares? (laughs) I don't know. Whatever. This is Jeff. This is Kelly. Go Team Magical Stuff! (laughs) 